Hey, hey, we're sitting here, <laughs> SHOT Show 2019. We're going to do a podcast with my boy Derek over here. He is on top of things here with Browning Trail Cameras. And Brent Feathers, come on. Hey, why don't One you time. just pull up a mic and join us? Pull up a mic and join us. He likes to Is it not in your contract? <laughs> he had to think about that, but then realized, you know what? I got a leg to stand on here. Hey, and then I've got the infamous Tom Rainey. You know, Tom Rainey, I got to say this about Tom Rainey. Tom, Tom is, he's an amazing friend of mine. Um, you know, I, I've always really taken, tried to take really good care of him. I, I took him to this podunk place in, in Indiana. I think it was, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, it was Tony Stewart's house. Um, yes, and put him in a terrible room. He, he, when he walked out his door, he either could go to the movie theater, the bowling alley, or fish in the trout stream that's running through the living room. Um, so we, we did not... I know, I understand. I didn't take the best care of you. And then I took him hunting, and, you know, after a day of him crying that he didn't see a single deer, I said, all right, I said, you know what, Randy, I'm going to put you in my favorite stand. It wasn't an hour later. I'm getting a text, pictures, big freaking Indiana deer on the ground, all this. Okay, with that said, I know it was a bad experience. Uh-oh. But he has I, not I, invited I, He has not invited me uh-oh. to go on any turkey hunt with him. I have I'm sent him. I have, wait, I have sent multiple, <laughs> and I do mean multiple, invitations his way. So now, after saying oh. that, after saying that, since Brent's sitting here, and I never took Brent anywhere. And so I, I go talk. I talked to Brent yesterday. I said, Brent, I said, Brent, hey, no. will you want to come hunting to the best turkey hunting in the whole country on my farm in Missouri without even, without, he never stumbled. He says, yeah, I'm in. I'll go. So, Rainy, <laughs> so Rainy, just so you know, he's going to go to Tony's house deer hunting this year as well as a bonus. <laughs> and, and all this ground you think you made and carved out in there, right. Brent's going to come in there and kind of kick them blocks out from under you. That's okay. <laughs> See, he don't try to defend himself because there is no defense. With Bo, correct? <laughs> With Bo, yes. I'll try. <laughs> hey, we can, we can, we can, we you can bow up or boom out. I mean, get your boom boom pow on. Come on, wasn't there a song called Boom Boom Pow? Got to get that boom boom boom. That's it. Hey, hey, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? I didn't have to clear my throat. Got to get that boom boom boom. Yes, sir. 62 long beards in one field. 62 long beards on count in one field. And a booner. There was a booner in the field at the same time, too. So, <laughs> look, right, you so run what, him off. You so run what, him off. What are, let's kick this podcast off now that we got all the niceties out of the way. And, the niceties. And, and Branson left the building. You, um, run, you ran him off. I ran him off. Yeah. I, I promised him two good hunts. How did, what is it about you guys? We promise hunts and y'all leave. What's the deal? Turkey hunting is, you, you know us. Oh, yeah. We don't like share. Shit. I'm not asking to shoot your turkeys. I <laughs> <laughs> was offering you some I, of mine. Actually, I, I don't like to share experiences. That That's what well, Tom Rainey's saying. Yeah. No, wow. no, that, that, that might be a true statement. <laughs> what? I yes, have. but that's a different story, and this is a family show. All right, let's just leave it with that. I, I do tell people all the time, and this is a true story. Derek hasn't had to experience it yet, 
I am the, and I, I, I'm not, this is not, I'm not exaggerating. I am the single worst person to have in a turkey camp. I am miserable. I am angry. I don't go to have fun. Well, you're hunting turkeys. What else are you supposed to be? Those, <laughs> no, wow. I am there to kill the turkeys. That's, uh, that is the, uh, everybody's like laughing. You know what Randy does? He'll stomp a nest. Dang right, Jack. <laughs> he he hates a turkey more than anybody <laughs> I've ever seen in my whole life. I actually saw about a fifteen, sixteen hundred dollar gun go airborne one time. I don't know exactly what caused that. I don't know if it was just I dro- I dropped it. I yeah. slipped. Yeah, but uh, fortunately, I had already shucked all the shells out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, Shot Show 2019. Brownie's got. Probably the biggest news of all the trail cameras. No, mm-hmm. we were not the first person to put out a cellular trail camera. That is correct. But we are putting out the best that is also cellular fact. camera. With all the things about Browning trail camera that you've always loved, the amazing video, the unbelievable pictures, the quick trigger times, all that stuff, they waited till they got it right. And they built the best software, the best app, and everybody else that's using everybody else's cameras are going to have a fire sale, and they're going to burn their cameras, and they're going to come <laughs> by these brownings. So I hope you've made a lot, because I'm telling you, if you, no lie, mm-hmm. walking around, people go, Hal, you use brownings. He says, I just got to tell you, he says, everybody, it is the best camera I've ever used. When it comes out of the box, it just works. That is a fact. And the, and the the cell camera is going to be no different. That's one of the reasons we took our time. We did it right. Exactly, because a lot of people rushed to get a cell camera out because that was a new hot thing. And but what they didn't do is put a quality product out there. They just put up there, and they were all worried about. Only thing they were worried about is getting the money for the camera, the money for the monthly service, all this, that, and other. Not a lot of thought went into it. And you know what? It cost a lot of them a lot of business, because when this baby hits the market, it's going to be like. The bulls running through. Oh, where's that? They run the bulls at Italy, Greece, Spain, France, Spain. Spain. Well, they start in Spain. They go through all them other towns I just named. <laughs> you know what? If there's one thing about those guys over. There. I mean, you know, they're good people probably over there in Spain and all that and other. But if we're gonna run a bull somewhere, it's gonna be into a pen where we kill it and eat it. <laughs> Not where it's going to run over us and gore us. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I think you should do a Drop Zone episode from the running of the Bulls. Yeah, but I will be armed. <laughs> Just bring them on. <laughs> I got a Thompson Center TKO for your butt. They do slay them with swords. And then, and then well, that's because they're not smart enough to know that there's gunpowder these days. <laughs> They've never been educated. They've never been handed a TC before. And you know what? I think we could have you there. Putting the rub on oh. the butts. <laughs> there putting we the grill here we go again. <laughs> the best butt rubber in the world's right here. I've heard it time and time and time again. This boy knows his barbecue. Knows his barbecue. Why are you laughing? I'm laughing. You got a dirty mind. Because I feel like I feel like I should issue another disclaimer here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should you should have put a big disclaimer up before you sat down at this table. The with next me. sixty seconds should be all disclaimers. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, we, we should read the legal document that always says the opinions and facts uh, reported by the host of this program <laughs> are not those of the company that owns this thing. 
are you done with your disclaimer? So I'm when the <laughs> FCC comes kicking in doors, we're going to send them over to North Carolina. Yep. Yep. Right to Greg Zippadelli's house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zippy. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Hey, you know well, then what? Then they'd have to let's, deal with Nan, and that'd be a whole another ooh, level. Of- yeah, I don't even think the FBI wants that. Nope. So let's uh, let's I, like you said, I ain't worried about what I say. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's move. I want to tell you something. I had a guy come to me and tell me it was, uh, and my beautiful wife is sitting here at the table. We're gonna trick her into Miss, talking into the microphone. Miss Courtney Shaver, come up here and just say hello to everybody. Come over here and say hello. Hey. No, <laughs> say say it the way you say it to me in the mornings. Hey, baby. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, well, yes, sir. Now y'all know why I married her. Um, anyway. I thought uh, she was going to say, get up. We were we were, we were, were having a conversation after SHOT Show. The guy, guy walked up to me, and he's telling me, he goes, man, you told me to try a Browning Trail camera on social media. He sent me a question. He answered. He says, and he said, I remember you sitting there telling that you'll learn how to call deer with a Browning Trail camera. You want to know how that is? Because there is no better audio anywhere in the world than a Browning Trail Camera's audio. And the, the, he, he works over at the Streamlight booth, and um, he said that I learned how to vocalize uh, and, and call deer because they'd come in chasing does and grunting. So when a, And that's what you call a tending grunt. And he said it was absolute. He said, and then after listening to that and paying attention to it, he goes, I became a much more efficient caller really? for deer. And and there's nothing better. You guys know, Derek, you've done it. Tom, you've done it. You call in a deer, it is way better than – it's kind of like mixing turkey hunting and whitetail hunting because when you call one in and he comes in and he's all mad and bristled up and you let the air out of his lungs with a big old grim reaper, you're like, whoa, yes. Did, did you say turkey hunting? Turkey hunting. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you said. Boy killed a slob Indiana buck, big giant ten pointer over there, and he's still stuck on turkeys. And I got, yes. I get it. No, I love turkey hunting. You know me, I love it. But I love I, I, the I, way wait. it lands because by the time I'm done, about the end of turkey season, when I'm so mad at him, I can't stand it. Right. Bear season comes, and then so I get bear season and get to do all that, and then it's it's honeydew season because. Courtney over here has got me a list a mile long of stuff I got to do at the house. About the time I'm tired of doing honeydews, here we come with Low Country, South Carolina deer season, August 15th, shooting them with gunpowder in velvet. Come on, there is no better feeling in the world. I cut my teeth deer hunting in 95 degree temperatures, and everybody goes, I can't go hunting that time. I love it. Really? I love it. That steamy morning, you see this fog laying in, and then all of a sudden, you see a big old velvet buck come rolling in through the fog is like it's like thank you lord that but he came right out of the clouds came right out of the clouds <laughs> and then you got to get that boom 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 <laughs> oh i'm still thompson try- center tko on the way i'm still trying to wrap my head around doing anything in 95 degree weather i bailed hay a few years in my life chunking square bales on the back of a wagon mm. boy you know, and I don't mean this a bad way, but at your height, that's a long toss. I'd stand on people's shoulders. <laughs> Especially when you're on the Pizza oh, you know Hut program. I would already covered it. this. Think about this. If your buddy Brad Miller was here, you could have been on his <laughs> shoulders, and it had been like an elevator. He handed it up to you, you, and you wouldn't even have to do nothing. Just turn around and set it on the cart. It was funny with Brad last night because I had walked up the steps at our reception last night, and I, stayed, and I looked, and he would stopped walking at the foot of the steps. 
and he's looking at me in the eye. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to stay down here so I can look you in the face while we're talking. <laughs> he's three steps down. I'm like, three get steps out of my down. way, man. You know, I, one here. thing I will say about Browning, boy, you guys did an amazing job of wrapping some really good ambassadors, with the exception of me, some really good ambassadors <laughs> in this program. We had our, yep. our Browning trail camera uh, night to remember. Yep. 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 Last That's night. A, that was, last night was such a good night. It really it was. was. But, I mean, Country Boy Outdoors, Brad Miller, and, and, and Whitetail Freaks, John yep. and Gina Brunson, Addicted to the Outdoors. I mean, we get all this group in there, and it's just like Greg Zippadelli and Nan was talking last night. It is our favorite night of SHOT Show. It is the right. favorite thing we do. And you got Tom Rainey leading the, the eight-ring circus. Work in the room, baby. Work in the room. Work in the room. And uh, <laughs> it is just an amazing time. And I just I just really would like to take a minute and say thanks to Brown and Trail Cameras because you really have made my job a lot easier and a lot more fun because there's nothing better than having three hours of looking through trail cam videos right. and seeing. Look at us, some of the cool stuff we, we caught this year the owl that landed on that top cool. of another browning trail camera because we had a camera watching the camera landed on top of another trail camera and started just hooting out hooting out the only thing we could have been better is if a turkey would have gobbled because come on, come come on, on. that would have been on. that would have been like thank you lord i'm in heaven yes yes <laughs> and then we got we got some mountain lions on on trail camera yep. in nebraska in nebraska we got mountain lions on trail camera um we got a, a deer fight on trail camera, and one side breaks off while they're fighting. Crack! Woo! That's pretty cool. That was cool. That was cool. Um, we got some trespassers on. That was really cool. I'm starting to hear those stories a lot more these days. I, I've talked to two people this morning that have caught trespassers. Well, see, what I cameras. do is I take a junk camera. I'll put a Moultrie or something up there, and then I'll take a Browning, right. a good Browning, and put it, put it up high, looking at the throwaway camera, the disposable <laughs> one. And they... Um, they don't ever see the one up high, and and they'll come in and steal a camera. And I'm like, oh, this is so funny. You are just about as stupid as your habit. <laughs> I was laughing. I feel like I need to circle back and defend myself on my turkey hunting here for a second. Okay, go ahead. Here, I'm going to give you my rationale here. Now work with your me. Your what now? My rationale. Dude, I'm from Alabama. Don't use big words. Look, you don't, look, <laughs> look. You ain't fooling nobody. I've heard you talk about microbiology and stuff. You don't, 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 don't play that with me. I like to dummy myself down. Uh, you see, if you come in really like dumb, people don't expect a lot out of you, dude. That's my secret sauce. So under we're just promise, so over deliver. We're gonna keep our vocabulary under two syllables. We'll just cut and whack it down. Yeah, I don't want you going into your vocabulary bank account. I won't dial it up then. Because I'll bounce a check in a minute on my vocabulary. <laughs> but I, I like to deer hunt. I grew up, I probably deer hunted more than I did anything else when I was a kid, except for squirrel hunting. And I have a whole other rant about squirrel hunting because nobody does it anymore. That's why people don't have woodsman skills anymore. If you're going to learn to hunt, you need to learn squirrel hunting. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, everybody out there, if you're going to learn hunting, start squirrel hunting. You know how I, I started hunting? My dad let me, he took me out, let me shoot his shotgun, let me shoot the 22. Yep. And when he figured I handled the gun right safe, I took off across the street and went walking through the woods and I'd walk for miles. Yep. But back then, Back in those days, I could walk up quail, walk up rabbits, shoot squirrels. I come back with a sack full of critters. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was the funnest hunting in the world. When I was probably about 10 is when I started going by myself. 
there was a, a Sandy Creek bottom that fed into a river around hey, there. How tall were you when you were 10 years old? As tall as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> you I love you, Tom Rainey. God, I love you. Oh, my God. But that's what they would do. They, we would go squirrel hunting, and they would drop me off at the end of that sandy bottom ditch, and I would walk back and forth to the river, and it was probably half a mile, so it wasn't a lot. But there were squirrels all up and down. There were, like, beech trees. There was uh, hickory nut trees. When you're ADD like Tom Rainey, squirrel hunting is a perfect sport. Yes, Squirrel, yes. boom. Squirrel, boom. Yes. <laughs> or when I was 10, it was pow, there he goes. Pow, there he goes. <laughs> pow, there he goes. Mm. But – so I grow up doing all, so I do have passion for the deer hunting and everything. But here's my problem: I take it too serious, so it makes me miserable. <laughs> so if I if I go to a farm that has a big deer on it, and I blow it, I, I bump him, I don't I don't see him again. Oh yeah, this boy uh, goes it, it, into this boy goes into seclusion. Yes, I go. I'm, he I'm really awful. does. Like it's, it's genuine a, depression. It, it, it is. is a mental seclusion. I've seen it. It's it, bad. It, it's like everything shuts down, and this big metal thing goes around his face, and that's where he's going to be for about four or five hours. Before my days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I mean, it's genuine. Uh, and so, what I have learned, turkey hunting. If I blow it when he flies down, I'm gonna go find another one. I'm doing something else. I'm not devastated. I'm not happy that I didn't kill the bird, but I can move on because there's more turkeys. There's more turkeys. You blow that dominant buck out of a thousand acre farm or something. You blow him out and he's gone. Well, your season shot, man. And 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 I understand people are committed to it, and a lot of people think that's fun. I think it might be fun, but like if I'm all in on like a good deer like that, you've seen me, man. I'm a wreck. You know what? And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not built to it. So there, I like. There's the a bright hunt. side of this of this mentality he has for me because now I have no problem not inviting him to one of my farms to kill one of my giant deer. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm totally happy. I, I support your habit, brother. I'm telling you. That's I'm why not I, even going to get you counseling. It's funny. I can't remember who it was I was talking to the other day. It was somebody that came to the booth that we all know, and I'm trying to remember who it was, but the gist of the conversation, and you'll appreciate this, every time I start talking to somebody and they start telling me they've got land and everything, and we start talking about hunting, They'll start looking around during the fall. They'll, they'll, you start, they'll start hesitating. Well, you know, we, we get a lot of people come in. And, all that. and then I'll go. I don't want to kill you, dear. Yeah, that's what I told him. See, he sets them up. He sets them up because he, he gets them thinking. He gets them thinking. He gets her thinking up yes, way yes, up here. Yes. He wants to come kill them. Yes, yes. And they start thinking, oh, my God, he, he's my spot. I'm going to have to And then all of a sudden he goes, I'm going to kill you, dear. I just want to kill your turkey. Yes, that's exactly oh, what I do. Oh, yeah. Come on and kill my turkey. So, but see, you got to think about this. If he'd have walked in there saying, man, I want to kill some of your turkeys. I want, I want to kill some of your turkeys. Then they're like, well, you know. Uh, but he gets her thinking up and brings them way down here. You're a smart man. See? You're a smart man. <laughs> now y'all know how, how I'm able to turkey hunt 10 weeks in a row every year. <laughs> man, goes twelve. got 12 states planned to turkey hunt. Yeah, it is 12 now. this year. It yes. is unbelievable. This year. And, and, I, one, I can and, already... and I can tell you, not one of those 12 is with me. I, that's what I'm going to tell you. But I tell you what, Brent Feathers is going. Yes, sir. Oh, and here I, we go. Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm going to make sure he kills three 30-pound birds with two-inch spurs. <laughs> By God, if I've got to put water in them and glue a deer antler to the back of their leg, we're going to take pictures and send it to you. You have to call me in August to make these arrangements. Look, what? I've been asking you for four years. Yeah, but it resets every calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> Where 
Where's your mama? Where's your shaking, mama? Shaking her, dead, her, shaking her head in shame somewhere right now. <laughs> That's exactly what she's doing. She's like, I have raised a buffoon. A what? A balloon? Buffoon. Baboon? Not a buffet. A buffoon. <laughs> even a though, buffoon. even though, even though her buffoon likes spell, buffets. Spell buffoon. B u f o n. <laughs> you see that? That was like stepping <laughs> through a minefield. You would have thought that boy was barefoot on one toe stepping through a minefield <laughs> trying to spell buffoon. <laughs> I jumped right on the buff. How about I, legume? You know what a legume is? L-E-G-U-M-E. What is it? It's a clover. Okay. No, a clover <laughs> is a legume. A legume is not a clover. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, and, and turkeys eat it. Yes. Okay, that's so all he needs to know. That's why I know. That's why I know. Come on, work with me here. Hey, hey, you know what, though? Since my beautiful wife's sitting here, you know, um, I got to say, uh, been married now a little over six months. Amazing, amazing woman I have here. Did you hear how I met? How I met her? I don't know if I know that story. Well, she was working in a homeless shelter. I come in to get something to eat, and um, no, <laughs> Actually, met her in deer camp. Now, I mean, you, girls in Kentucky going bow hunting for whitetails, looking like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it was uh, that's how I met her. I mean, that was like big trick number one, and then it was three years of trying to get her to go out with me. I listened to <laughs> bad boyfriend stories. I listened to all this. I'm like, oh my god, just. Kiss the boy one time. You'll come over to Team Hal. <laughs> Team Hal, one time, three years. So why'd you make me wait three years, honey? <laughs> Step up to the mic. I, You're okay holding the phone. I can, you got to save the best for last. Oh, for the love of all that is and you and, and you're the same place I am, so I don't feel bad. Please, woman, please, sister. <laughs> or should I say, sister, please. <laughs> no, um. No wait, I, I I've got I need to I, I, after our last podcast I said I needed to reach out to Courtney I need to talk to her I need her to go dig through your old photo albums because we need some of these old NASCAR pictures. Mmm. We're gonna put, we're gonna give Courtney some me? homework. Oh yeah, the white and red had white and red yeah. shoes. The yes. pit, the old nineteen eighty five pit crew outfit. No helmet, Look, rolling the, around with your mullet. See, that's the thing. Mullet, you know, it might have been a mullet. I don't remember, <laughs> but. Uh, Please that was back in, the, but truly, I, I I did have the pleasure of working in NASCAR during the heyday, and I started out with Mark Mark Stahl uh, running the Auto Bell Ford, and then um, kind of because one day uh, Alan Kowicki was running the Quincy's car, and this was in um, this was 1985 in Darlington, mm-hmm. and his pit crew didn't show up, and that would happen back then when you weren't yeah. paying people and they were all volunteer, so. What we did was we brought Allen in first, or whoever was in front of the other, they came in first so they didn't give up a spot. And then the next lap, the the other car would come in, so we pitted Allen Kowicki in the Quincy's car. He was driving a Ford then too. And so I met him and, and met the crew chief at that time, and then started uh, they started flying me in and, and changing tires for him at different races and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Now, uh, Allen Quincy was a very intense man, very intense. So, kind of like me. No, no, no. He's so intense that a lot of people didn't like Alan because he was just kind of like me. so tri- You know what? That is true. There is a lot of people yeah, don't you like you. got to work on this here. <laughs> You're supposed to be helping me out here. 
but so I did that for a while and then um, got out of that because it just the traveling was the, the, look there wasn't a lot of money in NASCAR then for pit crews I mean you were a disposable item you got to stay in a tent at a state park in Daytona in the heat and, and changed I changed three motors in one day because the crew didn't show up they were a day late getting in so me and the driver Mark Stahl changed three motors in one day for qualifying at Daytona trying to find one that would generate more speed and and then by the end of that day I, I will never forget I was so tired Buddy Baker walked up to me put his arm around me he said you the hardest working man in NASCAR because he's he was right next to us and I was so tired I could barely say he took me out to eat dinner and that for that point on Buddy Baker has been one of my all-time favorites ever. He was just the gentle giant, the nicest man you ever wanted to meet. We lost him here in, recently, and, uh, man, it broke my heart when I knew it. But one, one of the people that reached out and just was always about embracing the people trying to build the sport, just a good guy. We lost David Pearson recently. Yeah, Dave, that was – you know what? People don't realize it. But Silver for the Fox. number of re- – nobody – he, in my mind – the absolute best driver, most talented driver ever walked the face of NASCAR was David Pearson. For this very reason, the numbers tell you they did. David Pearson's percentage for races entered to races won is double of anybody else's in all of NASCAR history. Anybody. I'm talking about Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt. Nobody can touch because what people don't realize is when he was with the Wood Brothers, they didn't run a full season. Right. And, and every every season that he ran a full season, he won the championship. He was one of the best, man. If you look back, you're you're right. The numbers will tell you the story. The num- the, if you're if you're a math, the numbers tell you the story. David Pearson, highest winning percentage of races entered of any driver ever. Nobody's even close. I hate it was, NASCAR lost a great man then. Yeah, when I saw that, I was a little disappointed too because he was one of the first names I even remember as a kid. Oh, absolutely. Like one of the first NASCAR guys that I remember. Silver Fox, I was, baby. I was, I was Silver a, Fox. I was a King fan, though, at first. Oh, I, I, look, I loved them all. I, yeah. I really did. Well, I, you were in Carolina. I was a little removed from it on the west side of Tennessee there. So, I mean, it was just what you could catch after that, after Yarbrough and them got in the fist fight in the turn down there. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so funny. You know I was there. That's when I was like, I want to be part of that. <laughs> I, I was like there that. for that. I was, You know, that, that single event brought America to NASCAR. Yes. It brought America. They saw – People being real yep. and people being relatable, and that brought America to NASCAR. It really did. That one single event of the big fight down there in the corner. And, you know, it's just southern boys having fun. Just Come on. <laughs> hey, I left that, when, I, when I got tired of changing tires, I went and built dirt car, race cars and started racing on dirt. And I'll promise you there were several of those kind of events at local dirt tracks in the Carolinas. <laughs> oh, I would imagine. <laughs> it was Saturday night. Just about anywhere. It was so funny. I I, um, I, had, I had passed this guy, went into the lead at a race down in Chester, South Carolina, and he didn't like me. We, we, we always brought nice stuff to, the, to the, the track, and, you know, some people just didn't like that, right? You right. know, so I go down at turn one, just went around him going into turn three, going down into turn one, and, I mean, he absolutely never touched the brakes, pinned me up against the wall, broke my left rear axle. So I could still drive. And I drove down to the bottom of the track, and they come back around under me a caution. I was going really slow. Like, you can't get – you're, you're not going to – I can't go any faster. 
So he gets up right around turn one. I take a hard right-hand turn, and I hammer the gas. Axle shoots out the left side. Wheel goes turning, but I got just enough momentum just to crack, to pin him up against the wall. Right. And then here come the police. Here come everybody. I'm <laughs> ripping the window net down. It was hilarious. That's that's the roots of racing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's where it all started. And, you know, th that's kind of how oh, Drop Zone began. Oh, look, at there's a, there's a radio man himself. What's up, <laughs> Mr. Gruber? How you doing? Doing good. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the one thing that i do remember is that's kind of what drove me into what i where how i ended up right with drop zone tv is greg zippadelli was in racing so i'm i'm everybody knows that i'm a race freak right I, I love racing i love alabama football i love college football um so one of his engineers happened to be at a place eating with us come up and said hey man enjoy the show he said zippy really liked your show and all that i said well tell him we'll take him on a hunt sometime so here's the story Zippy ain't here to defend himself. So, uh -oh, but here's here a story. Here's a story, and he'll tell it himself. Yeah. So, I take him. To Will he really? I take him to Kentucky. <laughs> yes, he would. First time we're we're muzzleload hunting in Kentucky. Me and him sit in a stand for about three days, and um, this ten pointer walks out. Now he wasn't a big ten, but he is a ten pointer by God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Zippy pulls up the old Thompson Center, whack, shot him right in the butt. <laughs> and um, so this is my my most expert job of tracking ever, ever. Zippy thought I was the most amazing tracker ever to walk the face of this earth because it, it just and, then he got and to I'm know not you. and I'm not just to make, <laughs> make that really clear. We tracked that deer for over two miles, five solid hours before we caught him down in a crevice and he was trying to come up the other side slow enough, right. finally got another round into him. But that's how it started for me and Greg Zippadelli. And from that point on, he'd come hunting with us on Hunting the World Southern Style. Yep. Old Colt Ford singing, Hunting the World, baby. <laughs> you hunt the world, y'all, Southern Style, just some good old boys. <laughs> White tails, monster bears, country boys. When's your boys. album coming out? When's uh -huh. when your, your album coming out? When, when people will totally lose all their hearing. <laughs> Sure to be it's a gonna hit. Come it's going to have braille. Great, it's going to have great graphics. Yeah, it's going to come out in braille. I can hold a note in braille. <laughs> you can just take your index finger and push down on it. Yeah, hold it long for the long notes, right? <laughs> if you want bass, push hard. Well, no, I think if if you wanted if you wanted high notes, you'd push hard. That's generally what causes it. <laughs> Tight bridges cause high notes, don't they? <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. As we careen into the ditch <laughs> and barrel roll off the side of the cliff. Wow. It's just too much fun. It's too much fun. I, I actually did nine years of talk radio, um, Carolina Outdoors Radio Network. That's what evolved into Carolina Outdoors that ended, ended up on the Sportsman Channel. Mike mm -hmm. Cooley uh, used to come on the show all the time. He was the guy that started the sports uh, Sportsman's Channel. Uh, old Jackie Bushman. Uh, Jackie was the on my show. The old Buckmaster. The old Buckmaster. He's on my show every week. Uh, Bill Jordan was on it a couple times. Uh, and uh, that's well, kind of how it evolved. And then all of a sudden, uh, all these networks, we started adding different radio stations um, across the southeast to Carolina Outdoors Radio Network. And so before you know it, we got 38 radio stations. Man, come on. I was like, come on. how did this happen? 
this idiot? There are people listening to me? <laughs> that was like, you, you, that was the pinnacle of your career up to that point. I'm oh, sure. my gosh. So it, it was a lot of fun. And, and for some reason, I didn't pay attention to my mom. She told me I had a face for radio, and I went to TV anyway. I should have listened to her radio, man. That shooting from the hip, that's just fun. Yes. You can you, you, you be podcast man. Podcast man. We got plans for you this summer. <laughs> hey, I'm all over it. <laughs> I'm on it like white on rice, baby. We here. We got plans. Okay, for you. so let's talk about. Let's, no, no, seriously, let's talk about turkey season. Turkey season. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, I will make a wager with you right now in front of all of America, all of America, that I kill an NWTF scoring turkey bigger than yours. This year? And you're going to 12 states, so your your opportunities are way better than mine. Uh, let me think. Let me go through my checklist here. Now, I do have some some inside intel on a Browning trail camera. I'm just going to let you know, in Missouri, of a stud of studs. And we last year they killed a 28-pound, 2-inch spur bird with an 11-and-a-half-inch beard. Hmm. And he don't hold a candle to this one. He was this bird. Can I add all of my spurs up? What? <laughs> Verti- vertically challenged people end up like that. They do that crap all the time. Hey, it's a numbers game, baby. It's a numbers, numbers game. No, I didn't say kill more turkeys because there ain't no way I'm going to go kill more turkeys than you do. I follow the law. Uh, I, <laughs> hey, all of my birds are legally harvested, I'll mind you. all Because I got cameras. What am I going to do? <laughs> no no i'm just messing with you no but seriously big bird for big bird and so here's what we have to do no 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 no, the loser the loser okay the loser okay has to watch the other one's vehicle live on social media and and the other one's directing him on what how to do it but you have to do it in a thong Oh, this is a commercial break. We're going to now, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to remind everyone. Derek, Derek, do I sense a man that's in backup mode? Oh, I'm what? Yeah, I never claim to be a trophy turkey hunter. (laughs) Because that's exactly right. If it comes in goblin, he kills it. Dang right. Matter of fact, wait, 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 wait. Let let me rephrase that. If he comes in, he's killing it. (laughs) There ain't no goblin. There ain't no strutting. Nope. (laughs) Tom, kill it. Yes, yes. (laughs) He's not the best guy to take on a TV show. Oh, are you telling us to cut it off now? Say <laughs> so we, we we had we have the upper echelon of Browning trail cameras coming here, Mr. John saying, no, "All right, that's enough. You're ruining our whole reputation." No, <laughs> say, hey, you're, you're live. He's actually saying, "I can't listen to this anymore. I got to get out of here." <laughs> oh, oh, was that you saying you're out? No, John, come on, sit down. Hey, come here, tell us a little you, you bit. Got, of- you got time. No, John, come on. Tom is, yeah, full, look, Tom is look. full of words. <laughs> I'm full of something. You got yeah, that part right. He's got you here, too, Hal, and you're full of words. So. No, that, no, I've, never, I've been told mic. I'm full of a lot of stuff, but words weren't one of them. <laughs> that was down the list. <laughs> I was being polite. Yeah. On so, John, tell, tell, us something, tell us something we don't know about Browning Trail Cameras. About Browning Trail Cameras. Uh, cellular coming out. Uh, we've got cellular, cellular coming out in August, so we're looking forward okay, to Okay, here's the thing. I've been bragging on the cellular because I said you guys weren't the first, but you're going to do it the best. Absolutely. Tell me one thing that we're doing that's revolutionizing how cell 
phone? Is it the software? Well, one of the things we want to try to do is give a guy the opportunity to put out five, six, ten cameras. Right. And we don't want him to have ten cell plans. So what we're going to do? Bingo! Is, is you're going to be able <laughs> I to, like this guy. <laughs> so now you'll be able to connect all of your cameras to one plan. So if you want, if you just want to spend twelve, thirteen dollars a month, we've got a plan for that. You can put a couple cameras on it. If you're a bigger ranch, you want to put 20, 30 cameras on there, we have a plan for that. But you only get one bill. So while I'm sitting here thinking, I can cut Courtney's phone off, and what I've been paying for her is run about 15, 20 cameras. By God, I love it when a plan comes together. I'm going to be in trouble over here. (laughs) John's starting to watch his back now. Courtney's over there like, you better watch it. That is that's should have given me the other mic, the one that's farther away (laughs) before you started that. But see, that's what I'm talking about. That's the innovation. Browning Trail Camera, you want to think about it, truth. They quality is beyond anybody else's. But bringing it to you in a way that you can afford is what's made Browning so freaking awesome. I mean, it's so popular. Everybody walks up, best camera I've ever had, best camera I've ever had, best camera I've ever had. Across the market, baby. And now you guys took the time to think about how can we make cellular cameras affordable and more practical for my friends, the Bubba Hunters. I'll tell you something else that John kind of developed that I think is probably one of the coolest innovations is that camera can be black flash or standard infrared. On a cell? Uh-huh. Right. That way you don't have to have, you don't have to pick and choose now. Do you want the longer range IR camera? Mm-hmm. Do you want the black flash camera? We've kind of merged those two together. So you have a lot of flash options at night. You can do the longer range flash, true black flash for security or game that's easily spooked um, and for security as well. Off season, if you want to move the camera and watch your pole barn or watch a tractor, the diesel tank, whatever. That's you cool. You can move it over there off season and kind of keep an eye on it. Well, everything. now I heard a rumor and I need to know if this is true that, that our boy over here, Tom Rainey squashed one of the original programs that were built into this camera and it oh, was that is that if it He's caught some, it if it caught somebody poaching that it called the local game warden and i heard that he squashed that idea in fear of spending a lot of time behind bars. He did, he did. <laughs> well, see, when he's running the first prototype camera, he would be, in, he'd be the first guy in jail. So, yes. I smelled that setup coming. I yeah, it's not like one of your barbecues, ain't it, buddy? You smell it way before uh, yes. it's done. Yes. Well, John, hey, uh, on behalf of Drop Zone and, and every hunter out there that – that's always looking for something that that makes hunting easier and more effective but yet affordable thank you thank you guys enjoyed it yes absolutely enjoyed it. great been great being here at the shot show this year and uh and now it's time to, to go to the airport right time to, time to get back to work <laughs> yeah, after right. hal's podcast everybody's going to the, the airport <laughs> it is. everybody's punching out after they talk to you Hal. <laughs> what's going on here i'll just stay here and keep talking y'all go ahead and leave i'm good See you later, Mr. Safe John. To you, sir. Take care, buddy. Take care. Safe. God bless. Hey, easy hugging my God. wife now. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, bud. Well, guys, we could do this all day, but y'all probably have somebody else lined up. We probably have work to do. Work? You can't spell work. W E R C K. Is that? Did you spell twerk? <laughs> hey. 
you, you talk about things you can do. That's what you do. You talk about things you can do, baby. So spell sleep. <laughs> I can't even get the first letter out. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Hey, Derek, thank you for setting all this up. Um, you know, Derek, I tell you what. Maybe me and you need to go hunting together. Because <laughs> I, I think that's a dang good idea. You're just going to invite everybody but me from now on, aren't you? Well, because everybody but you will say yes. <laughs> I'll get, uh, me and Courtney are going to go. You're you going to go to jail. <laughs> or to a no, grave. You're going to go to jail. You'll be <laughs> the one to go to jail. Where's Randy? I don't know. <laughs> I ain't seen him. Days. Days. He fell, he fell in that ditch behind Hal's house and nobody's seen him since. <laughs> that ditch that floods. Oh, you, you mean the, I'm going to let you stay in the guest house that floods? <laughs> Open the door, let the water out, Hal. Okay. <laughs> Tom down there, I have a lock and chain on it. <laughs> Next hurricane, I'm going to invite him up. Hurricane party. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, all right, brother. Well, look, um, thanks. Thank yes, you guys for no, having thank me here. You this, for, is a, this is a blast. Yeah, these are fun. And like I said, Derek and I have some plans. We might try to do some remotely during the summer and during the season next year. You know, I think, I, you know what I think we should do? I really think, you know, oh, Tony Stewart's got some connections over at Sirius XM. Why don't we just go get us our own radio channel, get back into radio, and uh, I think that would be a blast We're because with, with, with today's technology, we can anywhere we got cell service, oh, we can do a, a, one of these just like this. We're going to call the network Sweet Home Alabama. Come on. Rise up one time. <laughs> Alabama Nation. <laughs> Roll Tide. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we didn't win. Y'all can throw your punches at me. But we've been there five out of ten years. That's right. We didn't even make a bowl game, so my <laughs> team's got nothing to talk about. And they give everybody a bid to a ball game, and we didn't even get one of those. What? What was that? What's that saying from that movie? We'll be back. Yes. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's go yeah. get some work done. Let's go get some work done. Tom Rainey here with Mr. Hal Schaefer from Drop Zone TV. This is the Browning Trail Cameras Takeover of the Break TV's podcast, signing off from SHOT Show 2019. This is Derek Dernberger, and you're listening to the Break Podcast.